Good morning, everybody. How's it going today? I'm coming down to you a little early today for episode 71. Um, have some scheduling challenges today and throughout the rest of the week as I'll be in the EU, um, uh, talking to uh, some partners, talking to some customers. Um, so uh, stay tuned. I'm going to try to hit the normal times, but uh, maybe uh, off by a little bit. Um, what I want to talk about today is a follow-up to episode 70 which where uh, we talked about um, ethics and technology, ethics and cybersecurity, and how as a cybersecurity professional, you are going to have to be prepared to have those conversations around the use of the technologies that we're deploying, around um, access to information, around privacy, and around um, keeping certain things compartmentalized in an age where the push is very much the opposite, whereas to share everything, to collaborate, to have no barriers. Um, and I'm an advocate of some of that as far as having no barriers and, and facilitating collaboration. Obviously, that's how business moves forward. However, from a security and privacy perspective, you also need very clearly defined controls that are monitored. What I wanted to talk in this episode uh, about in this episode was a follow up to that because a couple things crossed the radar um, yesterday. Um, so I had referenced uh, the Google um, AI team um, forcing uh, an internal discussion, which resulted in um, the fact that they're not going to renew that contract with the, the military um, in the US. But two other things that came into light was that uh, Microsoft had the Immigration and Customs Enforcement um, as a customer manager. They've since pulled down that customer reference case study given the current political situation with that department in the US. Um, and they're facing some internal backlash as far as the engineering teams and uh, internal teams within Azure saying, wait a minute, is this what we want? Um, and then the flip side, or not the flip side, but an adjacent story, um, is AWS um, received a letter from a number of shareholders um, uh, just before the weekend about the um, use of uh, the recognition video um, technology. So this is an AI model that um, does face detection as well as object detection within videos. Um, and their um, use in law enforcement, because there's been a few case studies done with law enforcement where they've been able to use this technology to set up um, easy face recognition systems. Um, and they actively market that to law enforcement and to government as well. So there's, there's that extra step. Um, now this is interesting because the, the backlash is coming in two forms. So one, we're seeing internal teams say this is not what we're okay with. Um, and the other is from shareholders. Now shareholders have always had um, pressure over companies. That's just how that public comp uh, publicly traded company system works. So I don't need to dive into that. What I wanted to raise the flag on was internal teams. You need to be aware of that this stuff is not free. And this stuff, uh, by what I mean by that is that, you know, standing by your ethics and your moral position is not free. It's not without cost. Now we're seeing these examples in AI, um, which is good because AI has a position of strength as far as AI um, engineers, AI researchers. Right now they are um, so in demand that it's not even funny. It's a crazy hot field. They're getting poached from uh, other companies left, right, and center. None of these folks with AI um, challenges uh, or with AI skill sets, sorry, are going to be challenged to find another role. So they are in an excellent position to be able to put their foot down and say, wait a minute, this is not what we are okay with. I am not okay with us crossing the line to building a face detection technology that could be racially biased or uh, our technology being implemented in a way um, that helps you know, military acquire targets, things like that. They are in a position that if the company came down and said, no, this is what we're going to go ahead and do, that they could walk away. Um, same somewhat to cybersecurity is that cybersecurity is in hot demand. If you have the right skill set and the right network, you can easily find another role um, based on um, moral or ethical reasons. 
Now, that's not true all the time. That's not true for everybody. Um, so that raises the stakes even more. If you're asked to deploy a monitoring technology and you're seeing abuse with it, there is a cost or there's a potential cost if you come forward with that. Now, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just highlighting the challenge. You thought it was hard before having a discussion of saying, hey, wait a minute, I'm not comfortable if our technology is being used like this or I'm not comfortable if we are um, you know, sharing information in the following way. Now you need to understand there are consequences to the actions if you are gonna take them. Because you could be fired, you could be let go, or you could be ignored, or you could be said no, and this is, this is definitely the direction the company wants to go. And then you're faced with a really hard decision of is that something that you wanna associate yourself with. Now that's an entirely personal decision, that's a decision within your family, within your community, within yourself. Um, I'm not going to give you guidance either way. What I wanted to highlight, though, was the circumstances in which you're seeing the latest wave of news stories. These AI researchers are in the uh, fantastic position to make a stand like this and to force change because there is such a small subset of qualified AI researchers uh, that if the company uh, can't just let them go. Right? They're going to lose market share, they're going to lose market traction if they're letting these people go. And that's an enviable position and that's a fantastic position to facilitate change from. Cybersecurity is not quite as strong a position, but it's close um, for now with the right folks and the right skill set. You're not immune just because you're in cybersecurity, you're an AI researcher. But I think that's really important and I think that's something that we need to discuss. And we need to get people um, to have the tool set internally to have that discussion. I was quite fortunate that when I did my master's in information security, um, ethics was a course, it was a mandatory course. It took a, a full semester on ethics, uh, some interesting discussions in the classroom, some interesting essays we had to write to position, you know, defend our positions under different structures um, and different schools of thought. And I don't think that's covered enough. I think that has to be an absolutely core component because even if we walk away from some of the extreme examples we're seeing right now, let's look at Facebook. Let's look at any social network out there, any ad tech network where the goal of that technology is essentially to follow people around and try to convince them to buy something um, and more often than not without their knowledge of the depth of technology. There's a lot of questions there. Um, but because we're not teaching this early, we're not getting people to ask these questions to have this discussion, um, we're only getting it to the point when it gets egregious. And so we're already at an extreme, at a precipice, and then we say, well, we can walk back a bit as opposed to starting down that path in the first place. No answers again today. Um, just wanted to highlight these, these challenges in that um, special case with AI and cybersecurity and that a position of strength from an employee perspective. Um, but there are definitely consequences to this. Again, this is something where transparency and sunlight is absolutely critical, getting out in front of it, um, talking about it. In that spirit, hit me up online at MarkNCA in the comments down below. As always, by email, me at markn.ca. I'm interested in hearing your um, challenges you've faced around ethical or moral lines, um, your thoughts on this, how to approach it within uh, your teams, within your company, um, within our community. Let me know. I hope you're set up for a fantastic day. Um, as I mentioned at the outset of this episode, schedule will be a little up and down this week due to travel to the uh, European Union, uh, but I hope to talk to you tomorrow and as always, online.